continue worshiping together this morning, receive first these words taken from Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Now, please rise as you are able and receive these words from Gospel according to John, the 11th chapter, beginning in the 32nd verse. When Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she knelt at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her also weeping, he was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. He said, where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus began to weep, so the Jews said, see how he loved him. But some of them said, could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, again greatly disturbed, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone was lying against it. Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, already there is a stench because he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, did I not tell you that if you have believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone and Jesus looked upward and said, Father, I thank you for having heard me. I knew that you always hear me but I have said this for the sake of the crowd standing here, so that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet bound with strips of cloth and his face wrapped in a cloth. Jesus said to them, unbind him and let him go. Receive what the spirit is saying. Let us pray together. Gracious and loving God, may your Holy Spirit fall afresh on us and grant us peace and assurance of life, the promise that in this life, in the next life, you are with us. May the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, O God. For you and you alone are our hope, our good shepherd, our redeemer. Amen. I don't know how old I was the summer that my Nana decided to give me a penny for every verse of the 23rd Psalm I could learn from memory. And of course, each day of my visit, we would add another line to the Psalm. And the version that she gave me to learn was none other than the King James Version. Our focus scripture from the psalm today as we continue to journey through the 23rd Psalm, yea, though I walk 
Through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Now, as a little one, I was uncertain why I'd say yay about walking into a place that sounded so sad and scary. And I didn't understand, did not have a clue what uh, it meant to say that God's rod and staff comfort me. I didn't understand that that might have something to do with God's justice, the rod, or compassion, the staff. I didn't know at that point as a young child that the King James translation of the text likely misinterpreted, mistook, the Hebrew word salamut, which is one word and means deep darkness, with two words, salmavet, that means the shadow of death. I didn't know any of that. But there is something in the poetry of the King James English that captures something so profound, so deeply true, that I think it got through to my child's heart anyway. In fact, it is in this verse, verse four, that we really get to the heart of the psalm. The poetic phrase, the valley of the shadow of death, paints a picture of deep valleys where the light of the sun is blocked by all of the mountains on every side, leaving nothing but shadows. And in that shadowy place, the psalmist says, I fear no evil. The psalmist doesn't say there is no evil. The psalmist says we need not fear it. And why? Here's the heart of it. Why? For thou art with me. In the places of our lives that are overshadowed with fear, with uncertainty, with confusion, with pain, with grief that brings us to our knees, our God is with us. Perhaps amid a life-threatening diagnosis in your own body, someone has shown up with you so that you didn't have to be alone. Or maybe when a loved one was awaiting a, a really scary diagnosis, the results of a test, or was dealing with a chronic illness, or when that loved one had died, maybe there was a person who came alongside to be with you in whatever state you were in, tacitly giving you permission to simply be however you needed to be in that moment, being available to do something or to do nothing, to talk or to just sit in silence. In my experience, it was, it's the being there that's the most important thing. 
the psalmist experienced God in that kind of way. In this verse, you see, notice, the writer shifts from talking about God. The Lord is my shepherd who takes me here and does this and gives me that. The psalmist shifts from talking about God to talking with God. Conversing with the shepherd who is with them and who leads them through the valley. In such deep darkness, finding our way over the mountains or through the valley can feel impossible. In those spaces, perhaps we struggle to imagine that we might ever feel the proverbial warmth of the sun again. In that space, there are sometimes persons in our lives, just like those who come alongside to be with us, sometimes there are persons in our lives who know just how and when to gently remind us that the shadows need not be our dwelling place forever. Those with the sensitivity to understand how to nudge us to shift, to take a step to make a move. The psalmist is suggesting that God is like that sensitive friend who nudges us at the right time, not how some might want to hurry us through our grief or hurry us through our struggle, but the one who's willing to sit with us as long as we need to be there and knows when it's time to say, how about now? God is like that sensitive friend who nudges us at the right time because the good shepherd doesn't desire that we remain in the places of suffering, pain, and grief forever. Of course, it's part of being human to travel the path of the valley, at least if we have any love in us at all. We will find ourselves in the valley of the shadow of death at one point or another because human life is fragile and it's precious and it hurts when we witness the suffering of someone we love or when we come to our own end or when one whom we love dies an earthly death and is no longer part of our daily experience in the same way here. Jesus, in this life, wept at the pain of death and at the suffering that death caused those whom he loved. Jesus was present in the midst of that human pain and suffering. For those grieving uh, the death of a, of a child or partner, a spouse, a parent, a sibling, or a dear friend. It can sometimes feel like we want to, to go into the place of shadow, into the grave with them because they have taken so much of us with them that that's where we belong. 
Sometimes it may feel like we need to stay there. I know some people, a few, who struggle so much with this, getting caught in this sense that their lives, their very identity becomes so tied up with the loss that they've suffered. And there are many others who contemplate, when they contemplate moving out of the shadows of grief, it feels like they're dishonoring the one that they love. They worry or fear that they're going to forget or lose the one they love if they move out of the valley. They have to stay there or they're going to lose them forever is what some people feel. Rabbi Harold Kushner explains that this is why the Jewish calendar, the wisdom of the Jewish calendar, asks the faithful to pause five times a year as a ritual on the four holiday seasons and on the anniversary of a death to remember those whom we have loved and lost. He says it's a way of giving us permission to go on with our lives without having to fear that we will forget, that we will leave precious but painful memories behind. And our annual All Saints Sunday celebration is a day like that for us in our Christian tradition. A time to give thanks, to remember those whose lives have enriched our own. It is a sad time, particularly for those whose grief and loss is still very fresh, but also for all of us as we remember how much we miss those who are gone. But it's also a time for us this day, a day of great joy for the profound gift of having loved and been loved. having known and been known, having struggled together and perhaps found some beautiful reconciliation. And this day, as Kushner suggests, can be a reminder that we can go on with our lives, that we aren't forgetting our loved ones. We're not forgetting, we are remembering with joy. We have permission to live to allow God to help us move through the valley and step into a new stretch of our life's journey, nourished by all that you have received from the saints of your lives. Just think about how you want your loved ones to live after you're gone. What a gift it is to, to contemplate, to think about how your life can inspire and encourage those whom you love to keep living fully, to be brave, to seek new things, to continue loving. Rabbi Kushner observes that the author of the 23rd Psalm was one who knew from personal experience what it feels like to be in the valley of the shadow, but also knew that the valley is a temporary dwelling, not a permanent home. He says, 
They came to learn that God's role is not to protect us from pain and loss, but to protect us from letting pain and loss define our lives. The psalmist turned to God and God worked a miracle, not the miracle of bringing a loved one back to life. The miracle is that the psalmist found their way out of the valley. The shepherd got the psalmist through the valley. And that is a miracle. Because to step out of the valley of the shadow of death is to receive new life. Today in our gospel, Jesus came to the place of death and grieving. He was present with his dear friends and shared in their pain. And he did a miracle that revealed the power of God's love to bring life out of death and new creation out of the place of grief. And Jesus calls all of us out of the places of grief and shadow. Not when others might think it's the time, but at the time that God knows is right. And as we do our remembering on this day, calling the names aloud and in silence, of those whom we love and see no more, may we also hear Jesus calling our names, inviting us and gracing us to honor the ones that we love and have known by moving out again and again into a new day, feeling the sunlight on our face, facing the future unafraid. Because the Lord is our shepherd, and even when we journey through the most painful places, even the places of death, we need not fear, for our loving God is with us. We are assured of God's justice and compassion. And while the shadows grow long and threaten to overtake us, the promise always, always, is that the morning is coming. And as the psalmist says in another place, joy comes with the morning. Thanks be to God.